Hi, and welcome to the ADHD Friendly Podcast. I'm Patty Blinderman. I'm an ADHD coach, and my passion is to find ways to make my life a little bit more easy with ADHD friendly approaches and to bring them here and share them with you in case they might do the same in your life. Today is part two of my cruising with ADHD series. And in part one, which was episode 48, I talked about, you know, the details of my plan to take a cruise for my 30th wedding anniversary with my husband. And, um, I was intending for part two, for this episode to have been recorded on the cruise ship. You can see I'm not on the cruise ship. Uh, that really didn't go to plan. Um, internet connection was much more spotty than I anticipated. And I just couldn't get um, a clear connection where I felt like the recording was going to be a quality I would even be able to use. So I made a decision to just um, take notes and record when I got back home. So today I'm going to be sharing, um, going to break down some unexpected wins from the cruise. Um, and then I'm going to talk about what I found to be ADHD friendly and what I found not to be ADHD friendly. And then in part three, I'm going to um, share some work-related wins, what I did to create the possibility for them, and what I learned from the whole experience from planning through um, the cruise itself to coming back from the cruise and how I captured it. And then I'm also going to share how I captured some vacation successes. So that'll be in part three. Before I dive into the things I want to talk about in this episode, I want to first celebrate. I got it up there. I got 50, 50 subscribers to my YouTube channel. Woohoo! I'm so excited. I looked at it right before I got on to record this and I'm so excited to hit. It just feels like such a uh, a win to hit a nice round number. I'm halfway there. Remember my goal is to get to hundred subscribers. I appreciate each and every one of you who have subscribed. Thank you so much. It really does mean a lot to me because I'm trying to get to that hundred so I can have a unique um, link that I can share to make it so much easier to share my podcast. If I don't have to share the link, that's like a hundred characters long. It's just you know, a customizable link, but I have to hit a hundred. That's the YouTube rule. So if you haven't already, and um, you like this podcast, please do subscribe so I can get one more towards my goal of a hundred. Um, so I just wanted to stop and celebrate that. All right. So let's jump in with unexpected wins. These were things that I wasn't anticipating and they were really kind of fun um, surprises. So the first was um, I got to check off a couple of things from my 22 and 22 lists and I a cruise was one of them, like, like taking a cruise and you know, a vacation with my husband for my 30th anniversary. I was expecting to check that one off because we were planning and, and working towards it. What I wasn't expecting to check off was a couple of others. And one of them was I had a goal to get a facial. I've never had a facial. And because we booked our cruise through Costco, it came with a package that included a spa, included a spa service. I mean, when we went the first day of our cruise to see what the spa service was, I thought it would be, you know, uh, some kind of a massage or something. I really didn't think I was going to take advantage of it. But when they showed me the list and it included a facial, and I knew a facial was one of the things on my list, and we're getting towards you know the the last quarter of twenty twenty too. So I was like, yes, oh my gosh, I'm going to do a facial. So I did it and I actually liked it, which was surprising. Um, 
but and I got to go home and check it off my list of one more thing that I, you know, experienced this year, a new thing. And the other win was I got to check two social, um, 22 social outing things on my list, social wins. And that was totally unexpected. I'm going on a cruise with my husband. I wasn't expecting to meet other people and, and really socialize a lot. Actually, my intention, because I'm more introvert, was more, you know, focusing on just spending time with him and not talking to a lot of other people. But I ended up having two social wins. One was um, I was knitting before trivia. I love trivia. So we went to a few trivia um, competitions during the week of our cruise and I'm knitting socks and we always got there early because sometimes, you know, seating would get a little bit um, more crowded. So I just like to get there early and just kind of sit and knit while we were waiting for it to begin. And a couple sat down right next to me on my left and they saw me knitting and the, um, the one, um, woman in the couple asked me what I was knitting and I told her and it started a conversation and we ended up, you know, sharing our names and where we're from and talking for 30 minutes before, the trivia actually started. And I found myself like literally thinking, do I want to have this conversation? Is this something I, you know, and I really felt comfortable and they were very nice and really enjoyable. I saw them a couple more times during the cruise and that was fun to have that connection. And um, I thought, oh my gosh, I, I, I really was surprised by how easy it was and how fun it was to socialize in an environment I wasn't really expecting um, to do that. And maybe that's really common on cruises, but I've only been on one cruise before and it was more than 20 years ago. So this was, and it was a much shorter cruise. So this was kind of fun to like talk to a couple of different um, people and then see them again over the course of the cruise and have that connection and recognize each other and kind of acknowledge that. So that was really fun. Um, and the other was um, we met a, a, a couple of guys on our um, we went on a whale watching expedition. That was another one of my wins. Um, and we got a chance to talk with them. And then we saw them the next morning waiting to go off the ship for an early morning expedition that we had signed up for and found out that they signed up for the same ones. And we had to wait over an hour in line to get off the ship and really talk with them and, you know, got to know about them and, um, ended up partnering up with them to try to, we had to kind of reschedule, um, one of our, pieces of our excursion and, and they were just a lot of fun to get to know and, um, chat with. And it was, and they used the term cruise friends referring to, they were meeting up with another couple they had met on a previous cruise a year or two before. And I was like, cruise friends, that's a new thing I'd never even thought about. So I feel like I did meet, meet a couple of cruise friends on this trip. And that was totally unexpected and fun. And I'm counting that as wins. So I'm just going to hold up as a reminder, if you're listening to this, I always hold up visuals when I can on my YouTube channel, ADHD friendly podcast. And I'm just holding up my 22 for 2022 social wins goal. And I'm all the way down to, I've got 18 um, and I've got four more and still three months left in the year. So I feel really good. I'm going to meet my social goal this year. So that's a fun thing to celebrate. Okay. Um, and then the other was the weather all the way leading up to the cruise, every port that we were supposed to um, dock in was forecasted to have rain, like 60% or more chance of rain and not like spotty, like pretty much rain. And I knew that 
about 10 days leading up before the cruise. And then, you know, I kept watching it a little obsessively leading up to the cruise and it was always forecasting rain all week long. And I just thought, you know what, there's nothing I can do about it. So I'm just going to pack a raincoat and it is what it is. Let's, let's just enjoy it. Well, no rain every single day, every single port, whether we were at sea or um, somewhere in Alaska, it was stunning, absolutely stunning. So I'm just holding up a couple of pictures that I printed out to show. I mean, just beautiful. This was a sunset at our, while we were on our whale watching cruise. It was just beautiful and clear. Everything was clear, like just beautiful. We were able to see glacier ice that was floating. Everything was just beautiful. And I can imagine if it was raining, the captain said it several times. And um, I know on our, our, ex our excursions, the different um, companies that were heading those up were saying how unusual the weather was to be this, this just brilliant. It was crisp and clear and cool. It was just stunning. And my other win besides the weather and the social winds and the facial is on the whale watching, we got to see orcas, which was something I was really hoping for. But again, it's kind of rare. They said it happens about one every 30, um, once a month that they're on an expedition that they'll see them. And we saw about six different ones and it was just magnificent. So lots of fun wins to celebrate, um, unexpected and just lovely. So I wanted to highlight those. So now I just want to share some of the things on the cruise ship that I found to be ADHD friendly. So when you think about, um, cruising, what, what might be considerations that are important to you and what would need to be in place to be ADHD friendly for you to be able to really take advantage and enjoy it. So the first is there was a ton of activities. So there was really no, no boredom, no chance of being bored. There was always something to do. Sometimes maybe even too many choices where I was like, you know, I don't want to do anything. I just want to sit and read or I want to sit and knit. Um, but it was lovely because it was, um, it was a seven day cruise. So we really had time to do that if we wanted to, if we didn't want to be engaged in an activity. Um, the trivia, there was lots of different kinds of trivia. They even had Harry Potter trivia. Um, and so it was really fun. My husband even tied um, for first place in one of the trivias that we participated in. So we really enjoyed, you know, all of the different variations of trivia. The restaurant times were posted um, for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So I took a picture of each one so I could see it easily and remember like what time different restaurants on the ship were open for dinner. So depending on, or lunch or, you know, whatever, if I was getting up for an early excursion, where do I want to go eat? So I made it easier to plan. So I thought that was really nice that they just posted all of the times in one place and you could easily see it. So if I don't want to eat here, where else could I go and, and uh, what time are they open till? So it made it very easy. Um, the other that I thought was really fun was um, the elevator floor had a little floor plate in it. And every day they changed the floor plate to, to list the day of the week. So when you know we got on the first day, it was Friday. The next day it was Saturday. I didn't notice it until Saturday. And I thought, oh, they changed that. Like, I, I don't know why that didn't occur to me when I saw Fridays. I just, it looked like a permanent, like it was really in there permanently. So I did, I couldn't imagine how that would have been changed, but it was every day. And that was really helpful because it was so disorienting, um, being out of your environment completely that you really do lose the thread of your connection to time. So having that concrete reminder, every time you got into an elevator of what day it was, was really helpful. So I thought that was a very ADHD friendly, Thing that they did. There's my little timer going off. I apologize in the background. 
And then the um, the other thing that I that I thought was really friendly was there was just an abundance of locations on the ship that you could go and um, either find a quiet place to sit. Some of them were like little little pods that you could sit in and have privacy if you wanted to be out and get a view of something that maybe you know you wouldn't have access to from your room, but you didn't want to be around people. So there was opportunities to to be kind of private and on your own if you wanted to, but also opportunities to sit and like play cards around other people if you wanted to. So I just thought it was a nice blend of of opportunities to have some privacy and be on your own, even if you were out in the main areas of the ship, but also to be on your own. And that was true in the dining too. The last time I cruised, I remember it was it was more community seating where we had to sit with other couples and that was consistent. Like we sat and I remember like that wasn't a great fit for me. Um, for this time, we never had to sit with other people. Um, we always had our own table and it was it was really nice to be able to, it just felt like, you know, multiple dates over and over again. We always got to sit and and just, you know, have the time to ourselves. We weren't expected to sit with other people and socialize, which was a pleasant surprise. I found that much more ADHD friendly. A couple of things that were not ADHD friendly, at least for me, again, um, thinking about what you know about yourself and just sharing these is, you know, just some, some things that I noticed to see if, if you're planning a cruise or if you're, you are a cruiser, there might be things that you know work for you or don't work for you, but things that I did not know before I went and I was really surprised by. Um, number one, there was no cash on the ship. You weren't allowed to buy anything with cash. So you get a, a ship card and everything you do, you just swipe the card and it goes onto your account. That might be friendly for some. I brought cash with me. My intention to stay within what I had decided I would spend on this cruise was to um, use the cash system so that when I, you know, I could see how much I have left all the time and and really make decisions is help me prioritize and not maybe be impulsive around things that I was thinking I wanted. Um, but there wasn't a way to do that. Everything had to go on the card. And it was very out of sight, out of mind, and really hard to keep up with what's going to show up because the, the charges don't post right away. They posted like once a day. And so you'd have to remember to go back and look and see what's the total right now. Where are we at? I didn't like that at all. I found it very not ADHD friendly. And so I'm just sharing that here because I will definitely be planning um, to manage that a little bit better next time I'll, I'll have to have some structure to support me. And that's something that I hope to share when I do episode three around what I learned and what I'm going to remind myself to do next time, because I did love um, the whole experience of cruising and I know I want to do it again, but I want to keep taking what I learned and putting structure around it to support me even more next time. So that was not friendly for me. The other was there was no, there wasn't a clock in the room. I was blown away. I kept looking around. It felt like I was in a casino. I was like, why is there no connection to time? Um, I mean, I did have my watch, but there wasn't a clock that I could look at in the room. And so that really just felt very um, untethered for me from time. Um, elevator was great. Having the days of the week on the floor, I would have liked a lot more, not just in my room, but around the ship clocks <laughs> would have been really good. Um, and then the third main thing that I did not find ADHD friendly was all of the activities were managed through it, the cruise app. 
So you had to go in and scroll through and you could see any day you wanted and you could, you know, kind of look at them all. But once you, it's kind of the issue I always have with working memory and looking at anything online or especially on our, on our phone, you know, a small device. Once you scrolled up past whatever it was you were looking at for that time, by the time you get to the second or third activity below it, you, you have to remember what the first one or the, and so I'm always going back and forth and it was very fatiguing. And I really, really, um, I resisted it a lot in the beginning. I did eventually have to go in and, and familiarize myself with it and use it a bit. And I was using it much more by the end of the week than I was in the beginning of the week, but I still was very aware of how taxing it was to my working memory because I just had to keep going in and looking at it and I couldn't remember anything. And I, I always had to go into my phone and, and look at the app to see what was coming up. So I really didn't like that um, and I wasn't expecting it. So I will definitely need to support that a little bit more next time. My husband did not mind that at all. And just go, oh, just look in the app. It's right in the app. That did not work for me. That was not friendly for my brain. So I just wanted to share that with you in case that's something um, that would get in your way. I did have my week. Um, I don't know if I held this up in episode one, but I'm gonna hold it up. And this really made a difference for me. I, I found myself like even, even looking at this was too much over the course of the week. So I I folded it as I was going through the week. So I would only see a couple of days at a time, but it really helped me to see where I was when I looked at my watch and I could see what time it is and I could see what's coming up. And I just started filling in the activities like trivia, bingo. Um, so I could see it. And I, I did this um, to help support my brain a little bit more because the app did not. Okay. So that's it for this episode of the ADHD friendly podcast, where I just share, you know, a little bit more information about what I learned while on the cruise and some wins, as well as some things that were ADHD friendly and some things that weren't in part three. And it will probably be, I've got a, I've got a 50th episode, um, that I'm going to be, uh, talking about a couple of things in the next episode. So it might include cruising. I'm not quite sure yet because I haven't recorded it, but part three, when I do um, put that out for you guys is going to, again, really hone in on the work-related wins, like what I did to support myself work-wise um, to be gone for a whole week and what I learned and how I captured it for next time. And then also I'm going to share how I am holding on to some of these wins so I can go back and reconnect with them energetically and continue to draw from those wins in the future to support my future self. So again, if you haven't subscribed, I really encourage you, if um, you like this episode, please do subscribe, share it with a friend who might benefit. And remember, if you haven't started your personal owner's manual, which is that place where I capture everything I learn about myself and I'm able to go back to it and use it over and over again to support myself in the future. The best time to do that was when you were a kid. If you haven't done it, the second best time right now. If you need some inspiration, some sparkly tools to get started, I invite you to check out my website, adhdfriendly.com. I've got lots of um, free resources in there. And I offer also have some offerings that um, do have a fee, but if you're interested in some structure to support you in starting yours, I invite you to just check that out and see if it would support you to begin your personal owner's manual. Until next time, tally ho.